welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, episode four of this podcast where we're talking about dreaming, daring, doing, and living the life that we want. Mm. And uh, today I have a friend of mine called Sharon Strimling. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Jasmine. How are you doing? Wonderful. I love your topic. <laughs> I love it. What, what more fun than to speak about this topic? Right? There you go. And I love your background. I mean, people who are listening on audio, you're not seeing that you should go to YouTube, but it's a beautiful background. So can you tell us the people who are listening to us? Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, And um, I just love talking with you. So this is a perfect opportunity to talk with you about a fabulous subject. Um, So my name is Sharon Strimling. Yes. And I, I'm a coach and consultant. And I share an understanding that I believe you've referred to called the three principles. Um, But I have a long and varied background in wellness, both psychological and physical wellness. And um, that started when I was 20 years old and I'm 50 now. (laughs) So I spent a lot of time in the world of how do we, um, how do we thrive? How do we live to our, to the tune of our hearts, you know, and how, and how do we access that in a way that feels aligned and healthy and authentic mm-hmm. and not anybody else's heart, but our own. So I share from that background of experience um, and really just have honest and inquiring conversations with people that help them to see themselves more clearly and help them to see uh, how they're having experience. So it's a, it's a wonderful job. I love my work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I basically get to hang out and have conversations like this with people um, that are fruitful. And then those conversations can be uh, in prisons. Those conversations can be in the boardroom. I'm working with a wonderful company right now with the executive team. Those conversations can be for couples or individuals. I work a lot with youth with anxiety and depression because I was one of them. Mm. Um, And that really speaks to my heart. So I think because they're human conversations and we're talking about universal principles, I get to speak with people no matter what they believe or don't believe um, about what's common to all of us. And uh, I also work on a, I'm working with uh, an organization in London called iHeart, which is a nonprofit helping to get this understanding out to school children. So that's really important to me as well. So there's a smattering of what I do. (laughs) And you live in? I live on Martha's Vineyard. I live on this beautiful island. um, And uh, it's an island off the coast of Massachusetts. There is no bridge. So <laughs> you have to you've got to get here by, well, yes, and swimming is very far. So you get here by boat. Yeah. Okay. But I've mostly, the past few years, I, I was mostly working in the UK and spent living there quite a bit. Um, but with COVID, I, uh, I came home. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, would you, looking at your life right now, 
Mm. Would you have ever thought, would you have ever, you know, and when you're talking, we're talking about 20s to 50s, like we're the same age, right? Yeah. So when you were 20, if you think of that girl, do you think she would have ever thought you are where you are? That is such a fascinating question. Um, I, my first thought was to say I would have dreamed it. Um, but that makes it sound like everything's perfect and that's not how life is. <laughs> mm. um, but um, to know, I don't think I had an inkling that I would have such a meaningful work life. My work life is my life with other people. So to be so integrated, I don't, I don't know that I could have imagined that that, how that could have happened, how I could just be a human being having these kinds of conversations with other human beings to great effect and to mm. be very helpful. Um, so that kind of feels like a dream come true. But when I, when I was at that age, I was hopeless. So um, largely hopeless um, and uh, very frightened. So, um, and, and I also probably couldn't have anticipated some of the challenges I've had. I have had such rigorous challenges all the way through. I mean, I think as most people do, right? We, yeah. I love to quote Sydney Banks, life's a full contact sport and has been like, rugby or football or any other kind of getting knocked down sport um but I you know I I think that uh I didn't anticipate the richness I didn't anticipate the difficulty I didn't anticipate the joys and I didn't anticipate the whole tapestry so um yeah it's an interesting question it's an interesting question I think it would have been um both terrifying and exciting <laughs> if I could have seen into the future well, what's interesting to me is that the dreaming has changed for me. Mm. You know, like how how I dream. Well, I could I could even see that um, I had stopped dreaming. You know, because because it didn't look the way that I thought it would look. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I had literally just stopped dreaming and just went about life. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you didn't dream of, of things in the future. Yeah, right. Does that mean you didn't you didn't you didn't wish for things? Yeah, just kind of go going through your days. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, it's so funny if I look at my life the way that it is, the way that it evolved. Yeah, I kind of like. I guess I was looking for some something out there, and so I thought, okay, once I got it, then I'll that that's it, you know? Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't right. need to. I got. I got what I wanted, you know. And then I would get, I would have this, that's it, <laughs> kind of thing, you know, that, that's it, that's what it was. 
And then I would kind of like give that up. But then I've always been a dreamer. I've always come back to it. Um, But it has changed in the sense that instead of being a destination now, it's just a, a being. Yeah. Do you remember like when, when did that occur to you? Such a big transition, such a big moment when that can happen. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. (laughs) It hasn't been that long. Um, If I think of I guess when I hit my 40s, I had a health scare. Mm. And I did, I think that, I think that probably had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> you know, like, yes. just, just the, the dream of being here is just like, great. I love it, you know? Yeah. I think so. It hasn't been that long, although now that I understand the three principles, I could see that I, I have lived the life that I wanted. Mm. Um, and, and then my thinking would get in the way and make me stop. Do you understand? Like, mm. make me stop that. Oh, well, like the thinking, the thought of this is it, that's all. The, you know, like this negative thinking yeah. that showed up yeah. uh, would make me stop and and then I would say okay well what else <laughs> what else can I do you know yeah yeah because you didn't realize that your experience wasn't coming from the thing itself yeah so you'd get what you know I hear this so many times and I felt this so many times that I I think I was only just a a couple of weeks ago, it was very recent that I said that almost the same thing that I used to think that happiness was something you got. Like you, you just got to a place where you, you got your life worked out, or you got your psychological evolution worked out. And, and then you just got there. Mm, <laughs> and then yeah. you just, you know, I don't know, then, then you were done and you got to just like have, you know, enjoy it forever. Yeah. And, um, and it's funny cause I, you know, I have been looking in this direction for a long time, but it, it, there's different layers of, of seeing. And, uh, and I think it was maybe similarly to you. I think it was seeing, well, I did want this. I did dream this, this has happened. For me, what happened was when I started getting things that I had wanted for so long, and I, I still do this, I totally say uncle to this one, I, I would, I get frightened that I'm going to lose it. And that's what tips me off. But I think mm-hmm. that that's where my well-being comes from. You know, like, oh, okay, I've got the relationship that I wanted, you know, but now, you know, what if, what if that, what if something happens? What if there's a car wreck or something, you know? And then that thinking tips me off to the fact that I think, I thought 
you know, a moment before that my well-being, that this journey was about having that and keeping that. Hmm. Instead of recognizing what you said before about thought that, I mean, of course I get to enjoy it. I get to enjoy the thinking. I get to enjoy the fantasies. I get to enjoy all of that. But that it, beneath that is just this ocean or river of well-being that never left and wouldn't leave like the other day i i, I was thinking um i was having this beautiful morning and uh and i was thinking i had two thoughts one is what if something happens to my relationship and the other is what if something happens to my mother <laughs> Those are the things that I get most frightened about. And I, I thought, well, that's so interesting because I'm having this beautiful morning. And suddenly I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm having the thing that I'm worried about losing in the future. So in the present moment, I'm already, I've already lost it. In the present moment, it's like it doesn't exist. I've already, I'm already experiencing everything that comes with that, that whole palette of thought grief, loss, fear, all of that. It's just, it's, that's amazing, isn't it? Like, I just, uh, yeah, I just love where you're going because I, I find that, that that's, uh, that's an ongoing journey for me. Mm. You know? I'm, I'm super happy that I got it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, like I'm starting these podcasts and I love it. I just love mm. it. I mean, this is like having a conversation with my friends and people are just eavesdropping. Yeah, it's <laughs> so great. It's so and, good of um, you to share this with people. I heard like this weekend I was doing a coaching mastery with uh, Michael. So I, I'm constantly, you know, looking in that direction and I'm constantly looking deeper and seeing different things and and this weekend Michael was saying that that he was doing a podcast and it was like I said and, and he said people are eavesdropping and what we're saying and I'm like yeah that's what I'm doing too <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was super cool it's super but cool. the reason um the the thing that I saw why I'm bringing this up is the thing that I saw this weekend I've always believed you know, I've been studying this for a little while, you know, whether it be with the three principles or any other aspects. Um, I, like, one of the things that I saw a while ago was that between two people, there's a space. And in that space is, you know, when I'm, I live alone, I've been alone for a long time. Like I've been single for a very long time. So I spend a lot of my time alone with my pets. <laughs> uh, and and I really, I, I love it. I don't it. think Booty thinks you're alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not like alone. Like one of my <laughs> No human, no human interaction. <laughs> I've got a lot of pet interaction. Yes. But one of the things that I noticed, and I think one of the reasons why I spend a lot of my time alone is because, uh, you know, I it was difficult for me to be with other people <laughs> just yeah. like, cause they would bring in their, 
they would bring in their fears and they would bring in their um, judgments and their, you know, like, so sometimes it was just like difficult for me to deal with it. And so I, I was easier for me to just spend time with a dog who just looks at me like, I love you. No matter what you do, I love you. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. Um, and that, then the, the more I looked in this direction, the more I noticed that between two people, there was a space, there was this space between us, that that space was there. And I started seeing that I was bringing things into the space. So I was bringing my thinking, you yeah. know, that yeah. my thinking that I thought was true, my, all of my things that I thought was true. Yeah. And and then if these people didn't agree with mine, or if I didn't agree with them, with theirs, yeah, then it was difficult. Then I, I found it challenging. Like, yeah. it, like it had to be, it had to agree. If it didn't agree, it couldn't do it, you know? Yeah. And this weekend, I saw that this space Space is always there. Mm. And I can see what's in the space. Mm. I can just notice and I don't have to do anything with it. I can just say, oh, there was judgment there or there was love there. Yeah, I love and that, Jasmine. That, I, I, that was like, it was just beautiful to mm. notice. And this morning, where I'm going with all of this, it takes me a long time, I'm circling. So I'm enjoying the journey. Keep going. <laughs> in, in, um, something that I like to do is listen to reality TV. Just don't tell anybody. I love to listen to reality TV. And this morning I was listening to an episode. And in my mind, so this guy is screaming at this girl. And what showed up in my mind was... He's an asshole. Yeah. He's just an ass, you know? And then the thought came in to my mind and I was like, that's what I'm putting in the space. Mm. And I'm believing it. Mm. Instead of just seeing, because then the way I look at this person dif differs. Yeah. yeah, I just like I, I brought in the reality TV just because I, I saw it in that moment. I saw what I was bringing into the space. And then I saw that it meant nothing. <laughs> mm.
Now, how many things can I see like that? It's, it's, it's hard to put into words. Uh, I think you're putting it into words beautifully. Mm. I can really feel that. When, when I hear you talk about that space, I, I hear something much bigger than physical space, you know? I hear you talking about really a, an infinite space. Mm. Yeah. And how, how many of us feel infinite space? You know, how many of us feel endless possibility? How many of us feel uh, you know, like all the windows in the room are open? <laughs> That's what I hear when I'm listening to you. And um, many years ago, um, I had a I just did it like an energetic exercise. I was in the field of body work as well. So I did this energetic exercise with somebody and, and I don't remember what the exercise was, but I remember that I felt like at one moment, like my skin, like my body was too tight. Like it was whole, whole I don't know if it's gonna make any sense, but it was like, I was in clothes that were too tight. And that, and that when I realized it, it was like, you know, I just, I just expanded way, way beyond that, you know, like I, like I wasn't held tight by these uncomfortable clothes anymore. Um, I say that metaphorically, it wasn't my clothing, you know, but I, I just, <laughs> I felt like that. And, and like, you know, all of a sudden I was in the super comfy, cozy, baggy sweats, you know, <laughs> and beyond, you know, infinite room, infinite room for my energy. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of how it feels listening to you, Jasmine, with what you're sharing. And, um, it's such a, I think it's such a gift to share these stories because that infinite space is so, um, it's so real. We just don't always notice it. And I know there are times in my life and, and, and I think everybody else's where we feel like we're so constricted, our possibilities for how we can experience a relationship or other people or our reactions feel programmed like they're carved in stone. You know, they can feel that way. Mm. And then stories like this, you know, just, just I think are are so liberating from that idea we may not know we may not access that space in the moment and we may not know how to access and we may not know how other people do but to have a sense that that's very real and possible for every single human being and that it happens to us when we don't even notice it there's so many moments laughing at a joke or getting caught up in a magic trick or 
falling in love with the sunset or playing with a dog where all of a sudden there's this spaciousness. There is infinite possibility. We're not restricted, but we just don't really have our eyes on that. Yeah, when, when you say restricted, it, it reminds me that, you know, we kind of hold our breath. Yeah, and we, right. We don't, we don't breathe life. Mm. You know, we don't breathe it in. We're like, I can't do this. I can't do that. This can't be done. I shouldn't this. I shouldn't that. And of course, we're going to be constricted. Yeah. And of course, not, and then like you're holding on to your breath. And if you could just, and just let it all go and mm-hmm. freaking go for it, man. <laughs> what do you feel like doing? Like, do you feel like talking to people? Talk to people. Do you feel like dancing? Dance. Do you feel like eating? Eat. Just mm-hmm. live live your life Mm. yeah dream it guys dream it Mm. beautiful then there's daring what do you think of daring (laughs) that's a good question for me right now yeah oh yeah so it's funny I'll just I'll just say a word about dreaming and then go into daring if that's okay yeah I didn't I haven't spent my life as I think about it now I really haven't spent my life too much dreaming up something because um, I think from a very early age I had this sense that happiness wasn't in the thing even though I get lost every all the time every day I had an overarching sense of that and so when people were doing vision boards and setting intentions. And, you know, I was just like, you know, I kind of just want to show up. I want to be wise. I want to show up and I don't want to get attached to things. And so I had a sense of that. And it's so funny because um, that, that worked for a long, I mean, that worked that, that just was for a long time until it was about a year ago that I, I was all over the globe. I was in England, then I was in Denmark, I was in Mexico, I was in Ecuador, because I'm that person who said yes to everything um, as life came. And I don't know if that's, is that noisy overhead? The plane just flew overhead. Um, <laughs> anyway, We're so I, <laughs> so anyway, I just, I had, I, I had an insight and you know how insights are, they're not really captured in the words or the concepts and you can't really translate it so well. But, but what I saw was that suddenly having a vision made sense to me and it didn't have to be attachment. It just was like, I just had this sense, like if I have a vision of creating something, then I might be more likely to say no to a few things that aren't really in that direction. It might just kind of help, you know, me guide myself. But in, I, you know, I'm 50 and that was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think dreaming just as a topic, you know, sometimes dreaming is like, well, like anything, 
my, my mind will do what my mind will do when I give it the freedom, when I give it the space, as you say, sometimes I will dream and sometimes I will just be very present, you know, and sometimes I'll get attached and then sometimes I'll remember. So I love the topic of dreaming because right now it's very alive for me because I, I'm enjoying the dreaming phase in a way that isn't so much attachment oriented as I thought it had been before. The daring phase is coming up because it's, it's been really coming up for me this past year because I have things to say. And I've always been the person who I wanted, you know, I really wanted the world to love me. And guess what? When, when you show up and say whatever's on your mind, some people won't. <laughs> so it's been such a fascinating year for me. There's a way that daring has been coming out in me and I'm so grateful for it. It actually feels like one of the biggest gifts I've ever had. And I won't say I'm 100% there, but I am showing up and speaking out in a way that I before would have seen as too frightening, like that I required courage. Now it's just organic. I have to. There's voices, you know, that just have to speak. And I'm writing and I'm going to be putting that writing out um, and, and hopefully a book in the next in the next year or so. So and that for me, that's daring. That's daring. And I have fantasies about how to turn off comments so nobody can say anything because I don't want to. <laughs> I have all the typical protect myself, you know, fantasies. But, um, but the daring, the, the, the freedom to just show up totally honestly and authentically, that freedom feels better than any uh, dream I ever had mm. that really feels uh like a gift and it wasn't something I could force I just lived honestly and truthfully and looking in this direction and day by day and then I actually kind of got dragged through the mud and that helped me believe it or not <laughs> um, yeah sometimes um, we don't want something but it's yeah. there for a reason, right? Yeah, right, right. So, so cheers to daring. Cheers to daring. What are, what are your thoughts on daring? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, daring for me is when I give up on a lot of insecure thinking. Mm. <laughs> when I just go, fuck it, I'm going for it. And yeah. I'll deal with whatever show up, you know, whatever shows up, I'll deal with it. Hmm. But it's kind of like it, it just like at some point, it just becomes intolerable to keep thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I just go, fuck it. And then I go for it. <laughs> and so oh. that's kind of like that that's what I see about daring <laughs> was doing this podcast for you daring um well I've done a podcast before years ago when podcasts weren't very popular I've done many things in my life mm. um this podcast is was more daring because of the the conversation that we're having is very vulnerable to me. Mm. You know, like it's 
this is the most authentic I've ever been. Mm. And, um, and I've listened back to a few and I'm kind of like, oh, I annoy myself. <laughs> you know? Oh, I and, get it. Oh, I get it. Like, if I annoy myself, oh no, are we frozen? <laughs> I'm not. I can hear you. Oh no. I've got you. Gorgeous. It's okay. I'm still here. Maybe it's recording. We'll see if it comes back. Oh, it comes back. Yeah, I, you never froze for me, so. I, I didn't, okay, well, well. Maybe for a second, but yeah. I'll edit it, I'll edit it. Yeah. Um, I love what you're yeah. saying about, oh, go ahead. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely, it's it's vulnerability. It's, mm. uh, it's very vulnerable. I think that um, I have been striving for authenticity. Mm. Um, I have been wanting to feel like this is me yeah. take it or leave it kind of thing yeah you know? if you don't like it don't listen dude <laughs> that do that dude do that whoever you are yeah. um, so it has been it, it is it is daring in in that respect and um you know, the conversation, who do you think you are? All of those conversations were just showing up. And I was just, I was just like, fuck it. I, I'm Jasmine. That's who I am. <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, you know? I love it. I'm into that. I was just thinking when you said I am Jasmine, at the very same moment, I thought there's only one Jasmine. <laughs> there's only one you. And, you know, I would hate to think that you didn't show up. And, and same for me, uh, you know, and yeah. all the times that I hid and um, was afraid of being seen and still do get afraid of being seen. Like Thank you, you, Jasmine, will never be again, you know, as, as in this form as you. Yeah. Even tomorrow, you'll be different, you know. So to, um, I really he heard that very deeply at one point. Um, I actually heard a voice, a very, very direct voice, and uh, the words were very clear. And I heard them spoken to me, but I heard that it wasn't just for me. And the words were, bring it now. Not when you know more, not when you think more of yourself, not when you see yourself better now. And I heard that, I get chills thinking about it. I heard that for the world. I, I heard that even for the people you think we don't want to hear from. Yeah. I, I can't explain it why, but, or, or how I would want everyone to show up. <laughs> um, but I heard, I heard it clear as day. And I, I feel like there's really something to that. There's a perfection that's hard to see sometimes, but I'm grateful that you, you're showing up and I love that this is a vulnerable show for you um you know it's vulnerable for me too you know so mm. I I love that yeah 
I love that. And Thank I get you. it. It's vulnerable for all my guests. I can, I talk with guests before and, yeah. you know, some of my guests, you and I are coaches. So, I mean, we have had this conversation with a few people, you yeah. know, so we kind of like, we're, even though it's a vulnerable thing, we're still familiar with it. But yeah. in my French podcast, I don't know many French uh, 3P coaches. Oh. So, so I'm talking to actors, I'm talking to singer songwriters, I'm talking to just, you know, regular folk, <laughs> I should, we're all regular folk, but yeah, they're not coaches. And I can see they're like, uh, freaking out before. And I'm just like, it's just a conversation between you and me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. that's it. And enjoy it and have fun. And it's going to be cool. You know, <laughs> so. that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I just want to, I, we're, we're coming up on time here. I think yeah, you need to be somewhere soon and I need to be somewhere soon, but I want to address the, um, bring it now yeah. hmm. because I've, I've had that thought, you know, um, in the past year where if I wait until, I understand everything <laughs> yeah. until, you know, I can perfectly um, say, I have this French word in my, my head, but until I can find all the right words, I mean, I'm never going to do this thing, <laughs> right? you know, and right. I, I'm constantly looking in this direction. I'm constantly looking within and going, Wow, what was that? You know, yeah. so every day I'm learning something new. If I wait and, you know, until I'm dead, well, yeah, I'm going to be dead. You know, <laughs> a truer so, statement was never said. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> truer statement was never said. So, yes, yeah. just, uh, you know, so I, is there. I'll is there something that you would like to um, say to our listeners about living the life they want? Yeah, I think I'll, I think it's a perfect segue. I think I'll actually include what you were just sharing, if that's okay. I, um, I moved to this beautiful island 30 years ago. Um, I was 21 years old and I had gone through uh, a serious depression, not wanting to be alive, um, very, very difficult traumas. And I had seen, it's like I, I had seen how, how grateful I was that I had stayed alive. Like I had seen how beautiful I'd tasted the beauty of this world and life, you know, I, I tasted what looked like it just wasn't there before. And I moved here to write a book. I was, that was 30 years ago. I moved to this island 30 years ago to write a book. And um, I had a lot to share as a 21 year old who had been dealing with suicidal, uh, uh, a lot of suicidal topics, um, mental illness, uh, you know, a lot of things in my world and, um, and was seeing so much beauty. Well, th that would have been an incredible book, right? Like, but um, 
um, there was a thought like, who am I to, you know, like I'm only 21 and I, I think I kept gathering information. And then I also got busy and started a few businesses. Um, but, you know, there were, and I remember somebody saying to me at some point, you know, all the people that would, would hear that message from a 21 year old that might not hear it from a 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 year old. Like there, there's an audience at every stage and when I started coaching, it was like, well, maybe I don't understand this deeply enough, or I haven't been through that deeply enough, or I haven't figured out that or had insight about that. But I tell you, there's no other me and there's no other me in this moment, you know, in form. <laughs> We're leaving out the whole part about us not really being separate, <laughs> um, which would be fun for another time. But, but yeah. you know, as this body called Sharon there, there isn't another one with these experiences and this voice and this way of connecting and this way of listening. And um, so I think, it, you know, it would have been a gorgeous thing. I'm not regretting, but I think it would have been a gorgeous thing for that book to have come out when I was 21, you know, and now I'm doing it. Sometimes I'm slow with things. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's never another time to show up. And, and while and, and actually, I think what I've learned so deeply the past few years is that being so terribly human, perfectly and terribly human, so messy and having so many areas that I still don't see clearly and is what makes for an relatable, honest, caring, understanding conversation with somebody. It, it's in some ways what makes me so much more helpful so I want to show up as I am. I want to be totally honest about the mess. I want to be totally honest about what I don't see yet. You know, I'll be the first one to say, I'm totally insecure right now. I'm totally needy right now. It just rolls off my tongue now. It's so fun and liberating because, because I don't care. Or I might care in the moment, but I don't really care. Yeah. And, and people can hear that and feel that. So just to show up knowing like we all are that. We're, we're all learning, we're all messy, we're all gorgeous, we're all perfect, we're all troubled, we're all frightened, we're all brave, we're all all of it at different moments. And there's no getting that right, you know, other than knowing it's all right. So I, 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 I wrote a, a sort of a, a draft book recently just for fun, it's called a chat book with some pieces in it. And in the, in the introduction, I wish I had it with me. I might, well, I don't take too long to find it, but I basically said, if, if my words liberate anybody else to just show up as you are right now, then that's my blessing. You know, that's all I could want. The world needs uh, real people being real with each other. There's something so beautiful and, and so full of love about that. Hmm. So I thank you for creating this space and inviting me to be in that space with you and do that with you. Well, thank you for accepting. It oh, was so my much pleasure. fun. I so couldn't fun. wait for it. I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to you again. <laughs> I know, me too. I love talking with you. And Boti. <laughs> so for the people who uh, I know that you're a busy lady, but if anybody wants to get in touch with you or wants to see, mm. you know, what kind of services you offer, how can they reach you? 
Oh, thank you. They can go to SharonStrimling.com and I can spell that because it's not an obvious name. S-H-A-R-O-N-S-T-R-I-M as in Mary, L-I-N-G.com. That's my website. And I'm also on Facebook um, under Sharon Strimling Coaching and Consulting. So I'd be, I'm delighted to, and there's a, there's a free breakthrough session on the website that allows people to just check in and have a friendly conversation to see if uh, I would be a helpful resource for them. Fantastic. So, always delighted to hear from people. I get people in at some point. <laughs> Thank you, Jasmine. Very cool. Well, thank mm. you for accepting, everybody. Thank you for listening. So my last words to you are dream it, dare it, do it. Just live the life you want. See you later. Bye, guys.